Thank you, Pastor Rian and Mrs. Rian. How you how you <laughs> how you, how you present holy? Thank you very much. Thank you, Nancy and Dallas. And thank you, all of you. Now I am praying for a miracle that you be able to understand me 80%. <laughs> because God is a miracle worker. Amen. I'm from Uganda. And just so you know, my ministry background is not very theological. So, um, what do I mean by that? It's not so much Bible school. It's a bit rugged. Amen? So, if you are going to listen to me today, don't mind about theology. Mind about Jesus. Amen? Okay. Isn't God good? Before I go into the message of today, I want us to pray for America. You know why? Because everything that happens in the world today, America, America has a hand. If America go down, the world go down. Yeah? That's how God ordained it. It's by covenant. It's not just 10 years, 20 years, 100 years. So many years ago, the world is always moving. You see, like our country, for example, a big chunk of the budget of our economy, big chunk, is funded by the American government. Okay? America has and has always had missionaries all over the world, planting churches, taking care of orphans, building schools. So, we from Africa and around the world are not going to let America go down. Amen. You can let America go down. We will not. Amen. If I was you, I would have done a good hand of praise to Jesus Christ. So, we are going to take a minute and pray for this nation. How many of you know that the church is still the most powerful institution there is on earth? So, just coming from the big picture, let's come to the ecclesia or the church, the gathering of the saints. Say after me, everything God does, he does it spiritually, it affects the natural. That's how it is. Okay? So we're going to pray for America. Get the hand of somebody. And let's say a prayer for this nation. For the executive, the leadership, for the institutions, for the church. Now let's pray. No, you're not going to meditate. You're going to pray. That is meditation. You are going to pray. I want to hear your voice, okay? Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. 
we lift up this nation into your hands. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Yes, go ahead and pray for this nation. Hallelujah. 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 We rebuke every plan of Satan. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let your Holy Spirit hover over every house, every institution. We rebuke every spirit of confusion in the government places in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every demonic assignment in the name of Jesus. Let your will be done. Keep on, keep on praying, keep on praying. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. The church shall rise again. The nation shall be great again. Glory to God. Amen. Now the Bible says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above powers. I feel today people are going to be healed. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. Okay? Now, our sitting in heavenly places with Christ is a position of authority. Someone say, an authority position. Okay, that is very important as we proceed with what I want to share. Is an authority position. Now, we also need to understand that most of our, you see, when I grew up in ministry, I did not know things like what a Baptist church was, what a Pentecostal church was, what a Presbyterian church was. I only got to understand some of those things in America. I knew what Jesus was. So, so, to be honest, I took so many years and I kept wondering, what's the difference? Church is church. I am born again. I am saved. So, and, and in that state, we saw a lot of miracles. We had childlike faith. I mean, we just believed. I remember one time, a preacher came, so powerful preacher, came to our church. And he prophesied on me and he said, I see you raising the dead. And the next day I was, I was so much on fire, I went to funeral after funeral looking for the dead to raise them. <laughs> you know, and no one could tell me they couldn't rise because I had this faith, you know. Yeah, of course, many of them refused to rise. 
<laughs> and the theologians told me they refused to rise because they had no faith. But they were dead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but of course, along the way, some of them came to life and some did not. God knows, okay? So it is an authority position. Someone said an authority position. Now, so, uh, most of the teachings we hear and the information we receive is so much opinion-based and experience-based, okay? So much people's opinion and people's experience. But I believe that the human being is hungry for the spiritual experience, okay? The spiritual what? Experience. I'll give an example like spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. There's a lot of teaching, a lot of books about spiritual warfare. And I have experienced spiritual warfare myself. A lot of spiritual warfare. A lot of witches and a lot of witchcraft. But if you listen to most of the teaching on spiritual warfare, it presents this truth as if we are still battling with Satan for a victory. It's kind of, I don't know if you feel that way. But sometimes when I listen, it feels like I am still battling Satan. Which is not true. Because he was defeated. So it's possible for me to build a theology based on an experience. Okay? Which would be very long. If I am seated in heavenly places, how come I am still trying to gain a victory which has already been gained for me? You see that? I believe that the greatest cause of affliction and defeat in the church is ignorance. Okay? Someone say ignorance rather than the spiritual position. Hosea says that my people, they perish for lack of what? Information. Spiritual information. Someone says spiritual information. My people perish because they do not know how it is in the spirit. Let me try to explain properly. My people perish because they cannot have sight in the spirit. Okay. If God opened our eyes today to see what is happening here, there are about one million angels. Now someone is saying, really? <laughs> My people perish for lack of what? Spiritual information. Okay. Like the example of Elisha. Was it Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 6? And his servant, where the army of the Assyrians... You know, they came, so many of them, and then the servant, I think it's Gehazi, says, my master, what shall we do? And Elisha prays for his eyes to open. What did he see? He did what? He got spiritual information. 
he got knowledge. So my people perish for lack of sight. So that information is not the one, the two, no, sorry, the three hour teaching I'm going to do today. <laughs> By faith. <laughs> By faith, three hours can become 20 minutes. <laughs> Pastor, am I in trouble? <laughs> okay. Okay, put your hands on your eyes. Say, in the name of Jesus. I pray for my spiritual eyes to open today so I can have spiritual understanding. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so the people perish because of what? Jesus said, you error because you know not the scripture, neither do you know the power. So not just scripture, but power. But I'll add something. You error because you know not the scripture, neither the power, neither the execution. Someone say power, scripture, execution. The execution of the power is called faith. Faith is the execution of the revelation. Someone said the power. Say louder. The power. The scripture. The execution. Say it again. The power. Yes. The scripture. Yes. The execution. You see there are some mission field. You cannot have impact if there is no power. Impossible. And listen to me Americans. You are asking God, what is the calling for my life? What is direction? Let me tell you what is the calling for America. Missionary work. Amen? Amen. Someone say missionary work. You go deep. You have been to Uganda, Pastor. You've been to Uganda, right? Twice now. Wow, Uganda is the best country in the world. Without exaggeration and fear of contradiction. <laughs> you go to some places that people are in need, spirit, soul, and body. That if God do not manifest, is so hopeless. So hopeless. You understand? May there be a breakthrough today. I say, may there be a breakthrough today. Amen? Amen. Lift up your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, I declare a breakthrough in my life, spirit, soul, and body. Say it again. In the name of Jesus, I declare a breakthrough in my life, 
spirit, soul, and body. So now, the written word is very key. You know not the scriptures, neither the power. So the written word is very key. Because it is the written word that has light. Okay? And it, it is this light that enables us to be authoritative in application. Say after me, the written word has light. Okay? And this light, this light has to be in my spirit. Okay? Because it is a spiritual thing. Faith is not a mental thing. Faith is a spiritual thing. So this word must gain entrance into my spirit. The entrance of this word brings it. Hallelujah. It is this light in my spirit that positions me authoritatively to apply faith. I'm trying to communicate. <laughs> okay. Okay, say after me. It is not possible. For the rulers of darkness to rule where there has been entrance of light. Meditate over that. The entrance of his word does what? Brings light. James chapter 121 says, Receive with meekness the implanted word that is able to change your soul. Implanted has to be planted in my spirit spiritually. James 1 21. Okay, now when we accept Christ, we are born again spiritually. Amen. Amen. And this spiritual birth is based on Zoe life. Oh, spiritual life. Jesus came that we may have spiritual life. Oh, Zoe life. That's why he says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of what? Zoe life. Living waters out of your belly. When I'm going overboard, you tell me, Pastor. Calm down. <laughs> it's not possible in America to be you because the people they can look at you. The other day I preached in a in a, a church in Georgia, and they said to me, "Please, you know, we don't believe in this, don't believe in that, we don't believe in that." And by the time they finish telling me what they don't believe in, it looks like there was nothing I could say. Spiritual life, right? Zoe life, the the the, the spirit, the Christianity. Salvation is based on Zoe life. Let's say it together. Salvation, Salvation 
is based on Zoe life. This is life eternal, John 17, that they may know him. Yeah? Life eternal. Yeah? Eternal life is not when we die and go to be with the Lord in heaven. Eternal life is within us. It flows from out of us. Yeah? It is that life that brings healing and deliverance and breakthrough and freedom and power and anointing and glory. Is that what? Life. Okay. Someone said life. I feel the life here today. Glory to God. Okay. So then, we are seated in that position. Now, by design, the human being is designed to respond to God's call. That's how we are designed. Because we are spirit. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. God made man in his what? Image. What is the image of man? John chapter 4 and verse 24. God is spirit. If God is spirit and man is designed in the image of God, then what is man? Spirit. So God is spirit. I am spirit. Let's say it again. God is spirit. I am spirit. That means that for God to communicate to me, he communicates spiritually. And for me to communicate to God, I communicate spiritually. Simple. You don't need Greek or Hebrew or, Bible, or 20 Bible translation. 20 Bible translation don't heal the sick. The life of God healed the sick. Like when uh, the guy was worshiping Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, hallelujah. The life is flowing, life is flowing, life is flowing. That's where healing comes from. It's not mental, it is spiritual. Glory to God. So, man by design, let's say together, man by design. Is designed to respond to the call of God. Say it again. I am designed to respond to the call of God. What is the call of God? Hear him and do what he says. Nothing more. If you can hear him and do what he says, that's the call. Now, if we cannot get into this position, it becomes a perpetual, perpetually, you, become, you, you are perpetually trying to fix it, perpetually trying to do it, perpetually trying to make sense. Always trying to fix something, trying to do something, trying to make something happen, trying to understand something. 
It's very simple. Just flow. <laughs> Just flow in the spirit. Someone shall flow today. I say someone shall flow today. Amen. Amen. I say someone shall flow today. Someone say yes. What did I say? <laughs> you see, in 1998, I saw a vision. In this vision, I was in a place where there were so many Chinese. Now, I was in school by then. I didn't know much about China. So I saw there so many Chinese. And then I told my sister, I said, I saw so many Chinese. And she said to me, don't even think about it. <laughs> because China, the gospel is illegal. You cannot preach there. They'll kill you. Then I forgot about it. I said, that's it. That, that vision was from the demon. It's not from God. Because the demon wanted me to die before my time. So he gave me wrong vision. A few years later, I think 10 years, 2005, a friend of mine, businessman, goes to China, buys some equipment. He's not born again. So he called me. He said, can we have lunch together? And then he said, I'm from China, and I saw these guys who pray like you. Do you want to go to China? Now I began to, to remember these Chinese I saw in a vision worshiping God. I said, of course. Quickly, he got me a passport, got me a visa to China. Got me a ticket. Supposed to take me to China. We got in the plane. When we got in the plane, off the plane in China, he disappeared. Now remember, he's supposed to take care of all my bills and take me to these people who pray like me. So I can see what they're doing. Now I'm in China with $50. Short-sleeved shirt. Never experienced winter in my life. That's why I honor you guys. How you survive in this cold. <laughs> My God. When I went to China, it was so freezing. I said, Lord, why are you so angry with these people? <laughs> it was too cold. Too, too cold. I couldn't function. So I'm freezing. I have $50. I don't know where to go. My friend has disappeared from me. I'm freezing. My first time to take an aeroplane. So I'm freezing. So this Chinese said, and another thing is, these people cannot speak English. <laughs> I didn't know. So this young lady comes, she, throw, she saw me freezing. She threw a jacket on me and she left. For me, that was a big miracle. That was a bigger miracle than raising the dead. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I'm there. I asked another person, I said, show me a hotel. And she says, Timbutong. Timbutong in China means I don't know what you're saying. 
That's another one. He said, Mayo. Mayo means nothing. So now one is saying Timbutong, another one is saying Mayo. In Uganda, if you want to go to the place and they'll direct you, they'll say, Makindie at the junction. Then you will get there. Okay? You won't get there by plot number and address. No, you're not. So she said, Timbutong, Mayo. So in my mind, I'm thinking Timbu the place is called Timbutong at the junction called Mayo, and I'm at the hotel. <laughs> but <laughs> what she's saying is, I don't know what you're saying, and there's nothing like that. Glory to God. This is now faith in action. All I could do was to do what I know how to do. Pray in the spirit. And pray in the spirit. And then, to cut the long story short, a guy comes, Ghanaian guy, I meet there, takes me into his house and took me to churches. Right now, these years now, I think I've been to every province in China and preached the gospel. Glory to God. He's a mighty God. He spoke in the vision. I did nothing to make that vision come to pass. All I did was keep on flowing in the spirits. You are not going to fix anything you cannot. There is nothing you can fix. You can only flow. I sing praises to your name. Oh Lord. Yes, flow. Don't technicalize the gospel. Don't digitalize the gospel. Don't chemicalize the gospel. Don't scientificalize the gospel. It is so simple. The just shall live by faith. That's a good place to say a very big amen. Hallelujah. Come on someone, clap your hands to Jesus Christ. The church at Antioch, they prayed, they fasted, they ministered to God. Acts 13, what happened? The Holy Spirit spoke. They were praying, they were fasting, they were ministering to the Lord. What happened? He spoke. Acts 12, Peter is kept in prison. Constant prayer was made for Peter. They prayed constantly for Peter. What happened as they prayed? Angels invaded that prison. Broke the chains of the people. And there was a prison break. Not a movie. <laughs> Glory to God. As they were praying and ministering to the Lord, something was stirring up in the spirits. They did not need to understand what was happening. They needed to be aligned, to do the things, the right things, the worship, the prayer, the believing, the fasting, the declaration. Keep on doing it, and keep on doing it, and keep on doing it. And as we keep on doing it, something is happening in the spirit. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 
This is the problem in the American church. Consistency. The American church knows about prayer. But does not pray. It knows all the good scriptures. All the promises of God. But does not execute them. In the spirit. It is a flaw. The consistency is key. Constant prayer was made for Peter. Constant prayer. Someone say constant prayer. The place where we did the church was, I didn't even know, was the headquarters of the witches in Uganda. Headquarters. That's where they did all the sacrifices. The blood sacrifices. And all these sacrifices from that place. If God had told me, I'm sending you to the headquarter of witches where they do blood sacrifice, I would say, Lord, thank you, I'm not going. <laughs> but God is amazing. If God show us everything, we will need a lot of psychological counseling. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So it's better we don't know. If God show you a demon with big eyes, like tomato, big wings, and horns, I tell you, we will be so scared. So he rather not show us and say, live by faith. He said, just live by faith. Just trust me, live by faith. So this place, we just prayed. And one by one, the witches began to relocate. One by one. One time I was in China, and the police called. They called my wife. They said, Henry should report to the police. Because last night, he broke into different houses, destroying property. The witches saw me go into their shrines and put a shrine on fire. But I was in China. Amazing. I said, wow. The witches, say it again. The witches saw me go into their house, put the shrine on fire from China. I said, thank you, Lord. Because I look like an angel. <laughs> because those were angels who went there. Isn't God amazing? The church was praying. Heaven was releasing angels. They were not trying to go and send the witches away. They were praying. They were just doing their part. God cannot do anything without the collaboration of men. Because he has given authority, he has given power to men. And God is righteous. God will not give us authority and power and dominion and rulership over the earth and come back and say, you are not doing a good job, I'm taking it away from you. He's not like your boss. Your boss, if you don't do a good job, he fires you. God, if you don't do a good job, he gives us eternal chances. God deals with us by mercy, not justice. If God deal with us by justice, all of us are disqualified. But we can always do it again. And we can do it again. Amen. Someone clap your hands to Jesus Christ. <laughs> While Peter was speaking, Acts chapter 10, the Holy Spirit fell. He didn't try to push someone to fall. 
while he was speaking things began to happen is that too loud is this okay okay <laughs> don't be offended my intention is not offense my intention is something you see prayer prayer cannot be taught you cannot teach someone to pray the only way to learn how to pray is to pray praise god it's caught in your spirit you catch it and you have that desire just to pray yeah the more i pray the more i don't know how to pray it's interesting is the other way around in the natural world the more you do things the more you know how to do them but in the spirit the more you do things the more you don't know i guess because the spiritual realm is eternal okay i'm going to finish i don't want to bore you but just to warn you i warn you finishing 10 times this is number 1 <laughs> i am finishing <laughs> You got it? <laughs> yeah. Glory to God. May something happen to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Something supernatural. Amen. Amen. Now the the kingdom of God also is universally relevant. That everywhere you go on this earth. I've been to 31 countries preaching the gospel. And everywhere you go, I've been to Russia, I've been to China, I've been to African countries, West Africa, America everywhere the gospel the spirit of god is the same amen. amen it is the same even if you got people who have never heard about jesus and just say jesus is lord he loves you he's the same the impact will be the same okay so it is universally relevant someone said the gospel is universally relevant just same as prayer you can pray for someone from here is in china and god will touch them yeah uh, the distance in the realm of the spirit is faith it is not measured in miles or kilometer it is measured in faith <clears> at <throat> the distance why is it universally relevant is because the human need is the same and the blood of Jesus was shed for the same need is either you have an emotional need either you have a physical need or you have an intellectual need or a spiritual need whichever need the blood of Jesus is enough i said the blood of Jesus is enough amen, amen. <laughs> whatever is your need if it's a health need psychological need whatever it is the blood of Jesus is enough I said the blood of Jesus is enough. Amen. I said the blood of Jesus is enough. And today it is possible to get out of this place and be 100% healthy. It is possible. Can I say it again? It is possible to walk out of that door and be 100% healthy. never need a doctor again you understand someone say it is possible say it again it is possible why do i want you to say it 
because of Romans chapter 10. Faith is in the heart and where? In the mouth. You believe with your heart. That word heart is the same word spirit. Is the same word inner being. Is the same word belly. With the heart man believes. With the inner being man believes. With his spirit faculty man believes. But with his mouth confession is made. So you have to say it. Okay? You have to do what? Say it. Yes, when Jesus made, when God made the, the, the heavens and the earth, he said, he talked to the waters, the creatures came out. He talked, he talked. The only time he did not, he did not talk to things was when he talked to, he said, let us make man. Concerning us, he spoke to himself. And then we came out of him. My God. Hallelujah. He's a good God. Amen. So you have to say it. Now you're going to say it louder. Say, by his stripes, I was healed. One more time. By his stripes, I was healed. Louder. I am blessed and highly favored. Say it again. I am blessed and highly favored. I want the worship team to come at the front because we're going to pray. I am what? Blessed. And? By his stripes I was? Sickness is not my portion. Sickness is not my portion. I refuse sickness. And disease. And bondage. And witchcraft. I refuse it. So it is universally relevant. Okay? Also, the kingdom of God operates on the principle of salt and light. When the body is weak, when the body of Christ is weak, the nation will be weak. You hear that? When we are weak, Society will be weak. When we prayed and these 300 witches relocated from, when we went to that place, there was poverty, there was drugs, there was witchcraft, there were suicides, there were all kinds of alcoholism. When the witches began to relocate, the place began, the place began to develop. Roads were built, hospitals, factories. The place began to prosper. Because darkness oppresses. Light sets free. My God. Light sets free. Yes, it sets free. I said light sets free. Today, one of believe God that your family shall be affected by this light. I have a friend of mine. He's a pastor right now in Uganda. He was a Muslim. He used to lead prayers in the mosque. And one day he was reading the Quran. And the Quran changed the Bible. And he said, reading God loved the world so much that he gave his son. And he said, wait a minute. Am I reading the Quran? And he kept reading and reading and those scriptures. And he was in tears. And that's how he accepted Jesus Christ. 
when we enforce spirituality, we have unprecedented breakthroughs. Unprecedented breakthroughs. You see, the Holy Spirit convicts sinners. Like after Peter has spoke, they were convicted. They were pricked in their hearts. And they said, what shall we do? But when we try to mentally reach out to people, we have to convince them. It's different to convince and to convict. I want people to accept Christ when they are convicted. Glory to God. Jesus says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. May God build his church. Hebrews 11, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things we do not see, the invisible, made the visible. The spiritual realm is a foundational realm. It is the root. Okay? It's the root realm. Everything begins in the spirit and affects the natural. In Matthew 11 and verse 12, Jesus says, since the, den the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom advances forcefully, tenaciously. There's no place for laziness, tenacious prayer. Elijah was a man like us, and he prayed fervently. Fervent prayer, amen. He prayed fervently. He didn't pray one minute, two minute prayer. No, he prayed fervently. Glory to God. Fervent prayer. <laughs> I love that one. Fervent prayer. Why? Because this realm operates on the principle of a breakthrough. There has to be a breakthrough. I said there has to be a breakthrough. <laughs> Lift up your hands. Let's worship God. Somebody's going to have a breakthrough. Their impartation is going to happen here today. I'm just going to use a few minutes, Pastor, just to release a prayer. And then we come back tonight for healing and deliverance and prophetic dimension. If you can pray to God, commit your family in the hands of God. Commit your children. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. The burden shall be lifted from off their shoulders. And the yokes shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Except the Lord builds a house. The builders, they build in vain. Except he watch over the city, the watchmen, they watch in vain. Let someone experience a supernatural breakthrough today. Not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the living God. We love you, Jesus. Just raise up your voice and pray. If you can speak in the spirit, just go ahead. If you can worship God, just go ahead. Just flow, just flow. Feel free and flow. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lord. We are hungry for you. Raise up the prophets, Lord. Raise up the intercessors. Raise up the worshipers, Lord. Raise up the pastors, Lord. Raise up the evangelists, Lord. Raise up, raise up, raise up, raise up a generation of people. 
that we have the desire and the hunger to do the will of the Father. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.